This is Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. Are you really going dressed like that? Toodle pip. Go over there, don't be scared now, yeah. Lift up your head, hold out your hand, pull up your pants now. Why did you pull down your pants? We only just met, but that's why I like you. People connecting, grandma's laughing, nostalgia and ethnic dancing. Oh, and that was uh, uh, Roseanne Barr singing the Star Spangled Banner. Beautiful song, really beautiful song. Hello, kiddies, and uh, welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. Um, uh, I am one of your hosts for this evening. My name is Ms. Edith Vale, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, best friend and good pal, Mrs. Maureen McGillicuddy. <laughs> Happy New Year, Happy everybody. New Year. Welcome uh, to Season 4 of the Granny Bingo Wireless podcast. And they said it wouldn't last. They did. Uh, That's because they didn't know that anyone can upload a podcast whether or not people listen to it. And a big shout-out to our three listeners. Hi. It is a new year, Maureen. Uh, Have you got goals for this year? Are you doing resolutions? I haven't sat down to do my goals this year. I I would imagine, uh, this would probably be advice that I'd give to everybody else, use last year's ones. Because I'm sure whatever you planned didn't go the way you wanted it to. So uh, save yourself a bit of time. Mm. Pull out last year's goals. I write them into my phone book. I buy a new phone book every year. And I rewrite all of my friends' phone numbers in them. And it's in my alphabetical order. And and at the start of it, I write a little note Mm. to myself, a little letter. I say, Dear Maureen... You are the most pretty girl in all the world. And one day your prince will come to you. And uh, and then I write what I'm going to do for the year. And uh, the only one I achieved this year uh, that I wrote in, it's a devil and you're the most pretty girl in the whole world. Someday your prince will come. This year I'm going to get in to scat. And I've got into scat in a big, big way. Scat? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scat. I'm sorry, I'm not up with all the cool things that people do these days. I have heard some of our regular visitors at our, our live nights, Granny Bingo, which, by the way, I'll just do a quick plug. Of course, we are doing a Granny Bingo tomorrow night. That's Monday, the 11th of January, and you can come in person uh, or you can play mm. by Zoom and watch us via Zoom. Grab a ticket at comedyrepublic.com.au. Sorry, what I was saying was I have heard some of the the uh. limp-wristed boys that come to our our Granny really? Bingo Nights say that they like scat. There are scat freaks that come to our show. They're big scatters, yeah. Really? Oh, I had no idea. I would consider myself to be the scat queen of Melbourne. Oh. Because I've been doing it so over Christmas. I've been doing it so much. Especially now that I can be out of lockdown and catch up with the girls. I can scat in front of other people. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, well, I generally get a bit of an audience because people like my scatting. And uh, I've got a, a male friend, not a boyfriend or anything, but a male friend who's also into scatting, and we scat together equally as well. I think, you know, if I had a if I had a counterpart, it would be Jeff, 
And Jeff and I scat in front of our friends, and sometimes there's new people that come. This is fascinating, Maureen. Oh. I've known you for oh, 90 odd years, <laughs> and I had no idea. When did you get into to scat? Oh my god, I've been into scat since. Um, I guess I would have been about nine or ten. My parents were both scat freaks. Oh, right. They were both scat masters. Mm, right. And uh, my dad especially was, he was more, I suppose, the one who pushed it into the family. Mm. My sister's scat too. They're into scat as well. And, uh, and so I could hear my parents late at night scatting. They, they would have a drink in the parlour. Dad would listen to the radio and we'd be all off in bed. And I, my bedroom was two rooms down from my parents' mm. bedroom and I could hear them scatting. Wow. Early in the morning, early in the first thing in the morning, they'd scat. Wow. Yeah. Is there, there a big community of scatters? Uh, there's a huge community. I, I, when I was younger, I'm not as fit as I... I used to be able to scat on my head. I would stand on my hands, head down, feet up, and scat away all afternoon. And I could do backflips while I was scatting. And I used to teach children in public schools. They would do a little program. And they used to get me to go to special schools with disabled children. And I was able to break through a few, especially the deaf children. They got the biggest, the biggest grin. You could see the world in their eyes when they smiled, when they saw me scat up the front of the classroom. Uh, it was it was a very deep and touching moment. Uh, I met a girl once who was able to scat while she was driving. Wow! And you, so you're well respected for for doing it, are you? You're good at it, are you? If I wasn't doing bingo, I think I could start up a bit of a scat circuit in Melbourne. Do you want me to show you if you don't believe how good I am? <clears throat> I, do you know what, Maureen? I'm so embarrassed to, to say this. I actually have no idea what scatting is. Could you oh. demonstrate it for me? <laughs> you are going to get a shock. <laughs> are you ready? Mm. Uh, Skip up a diddly doo, suck, sip it up, bum, it up, zap it up, ding, da da doo, zip it up, diddly, diddly, bow, zap it up, dow, what diddly doo. Wow, so it's like singing jazz music, is it? Yes, it's also a word for people who shit in each other's mouths, but I don't do that one. Well, well, look, you you live and you learn, don't you? I, I mean, this has turned into an educational podcast as well as a bit of light entertainment and advice. Oh, I've just realised, sorry, I've just realised, and listeners, if this is your first time tuning in, how remiss of us to not mention our third host. Oh, my God! Caroline Springs, who isn't here for some reason. I'm not sure where she is. Caroline is a, a dumb mute. And uh, she hangs around us. We're not particularly fond of her. I don't think she's particularly fond of us. It's more of a, uh, a mutually beneficial relationship, like those barnacles that stick onto whales. That's right. Something like that. I haven't seen Caroline for a while now. I she's think been on holidays. She's been on holidays? Yeah, she put her leave form in. I signed it off. Right. No one told me. Yeah, she went for Christmas and, and you know, that does, she just wanted to sneak away and just live a private life, you know, what she's like. She gets hassled when she walks down yeah. the street because the poofs like mm. her for some mm. reason. They go to Granny Bing, oh, Caroline, Caroline, come take a picture. They yeah. love her. I never get asked for pictures. Now, she went to see some family for Christmas and New Year's. Oh, I didn't even know she still had family. That's nice. Where, where do they live? Yeah, she's got a cousin about five times removed on her mother's side. They live up in Sydney, 
sort of not as far as Manly, oh, but yes. over the bridge. So it was over the northern side oh. of Sydney. Yeah, Avalon. To, Avalon. Avalon Beach, that's where they live. Yeah, yeah that's oh, where they're lovely. at. Mm. But so that was a while ago, Christmas. Is she still there or...? No, no, she came back, I don't know when, just before Boxing Day, I suppose. She went. She landed, she went straight to Chadston. Oh, for the Boxing Day sales, uh, how lovely. Yeah, Boxing Day sales. Yes. And then uh, she went to uh, the uh, cricket at the MCG. Oh, lovely. Uh, yeah, she's got that membership in the Great Southern Stand, she went of there. Of course, yeah. And I think she went for Thai at some point, Happy Buffalo or something like that. She went for dinner, she likes it mm. me home. Mm. As she went there, that was all. Yeah, she's been bloody busy. Oh, good on her. No, it's good to get around at our age still. I, I, I wouldn't say this to her face, but in a way I miss her. That's funny. That is funny. You've never said anything like that before. Oh, that's the... Sorry, listeners, that's the intercom buzzer. We're coming to you, listeners, from oh. a COVID-19 safety bunker under the nursing home that we live in. And that's... Oh, sorry, can you get the intercom? It's buzzing. Two seconds, I can get that. I've got a remote for it nowadays. Um. Ah, oh, it's Caroline outside. Oh. The buzzer. Do we let her? Should we let her? Let, let her, her in. Let her in. <laughs> hi, Cass. Hello, Caroline. How are you, love? Hi, hi. Come on, let me get your bag. Oh, that doesn't sound oh, good. That's a nasty cough. Oh. Here, Caroline, have a have a sip from my cup. You can have a sip of this. That'll. Yeah. Uh, do you want, do you want something to you? I've got a little bit of chalky moose left, Caroline. Do you want a little sip? Have it. No, just take it off my spoon. Oh. <laughs> oh, here, borrow my hanky, Caroline. There you go, you poor thing. Oh. Do you want Do you want some of my moose too? Yes, I'll have a little taste of your chalky mousse. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Isn't it good? Isn't it good? I use ice magic in it. <laughs> That's my secret. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, good. Well, Caroline, you sit down. You don't sound well. Maybe hay fever she's got, do you think? Yes, probably hay fever. Now, should we get her test? No, it'll be fine. We had her tested last year. I'm sure she'll still be fine. Oh, and you wait so long for oh, the it's results. Not worth it's it. not worth it's it. Not worth it. Uh, well, I've had a uh, a bit of a busy week. I've been doing a bit of travel as well. Oh. Yes, I was watching the the news the other night, and they had um, the America. You know, America, the United States. You know, I'm a huge Trump supporter. I feel sorry for him now. I do too. And I saw on the news that patriots, the American patriots, wonderful people, they were they stormed the Capitol. They went to the Capitol and they, uh, they, they took over it. And I thought, you know what? I'm inspired by those people. I'm inspired by the moving words that Donald Trump has put out there. I'm going to do the same Beautiful. here in solidarity. So I got... I went to Canberra. The borders are supposed to be closed, but no one seemed too worried about people going into Canberra. I asked a copper, I found a copper, when I got there, I said, aren't you supposed to be stopping people from coming into Canberra from New South Wales? He said, no one's tried. 
they, they didn't bother putting up the barricades. So. I went there and I went to Parliament House and I had my, my Trump flag and I had my Confederate flag. Oh, good. And uh, I went to Parliament House up in Canberra. I stormed in the front door I, and there was no one there. You're joking. I, you know, I, same thing. I Well, I think no one's ever wanted to visit uh-huh. Canberra and, and especially no one has ever wanted to deal with the Australian no, government. They're not. very boring yeah. people. I stormed into the chamber. I said, oh, I'm here to claim this space. Mm. And they were thrilled to see me. They were so excited to have a visitor. They made me a cup of tea. They got me some chockey biscuits. Yeah, what sort of chockey uh, biscuits? Um, Tim Tams, but they were the Aldi Tim Tams. Ah. They're they're called Tam Toms or something like that. Yeah, but... Yes, yeah. Anyway, so then uh, they were so thrilled to have me there mm. that they, they called me into Skirmo's office. and What uh, sort of, was the chocolate down. biscuit, when, did they give you a couple or open up the packet so you could have as many as you wanted? Or uh, They just sort of had them next to the urn and you could just help yourself. On a plate? Sitting on, a, on a plate. On a paper plate, right. that's right. Right, yes. Uh, and I think there was also Tina wafers oh, there as wow. well. And there was also Milo and tea, but I didn't have... I you had just had a coffee. coffee. Right. Anyway, oh, cool. so they, they called me into Scamo's office and they sat me down there. I thought I was going to... Was it chocolate? Did they have the three flowers? I like the chocolate tuna wafers, but I know a lot of my friends have strawberry ones or they have to like... They like to have vanilla tuna wafers. Which uh, one did you have? Well, apparently it was Matthias Corbin's day to look after the bicky, so all oh. they had was vanilla. Oh. Anyway... So they called me in to Scott Morrison's office as Scamo, and they sat me down. I thought, oh, I'm in a bit of strife now. Yeah. Anyway, they were just so excited that someone wanted to come to Canberra. They've made me a backbencher in the Liberal Party. I'm now part of the Australian government, which is nice. How cool is that? Have they given you a seat? Yes, they gave me a seat, but uh, it used to be George Christensen's, so it's a bit saggy in the middle. <laughs> Canberra's lovely. I'm glad you went there. I went there years ago. Uh, and uh, mm. I didn't book any accommodation, and I was lucky enough that someone had set up a little campsite out the front of Parliament House. I just bunked in there. Oh, that's nice. How lovely. Great weekend away. You could sleep under the mm. stars. <laughs> yes, it's a beautiful country. So lovely of the Indigenous people to give it to us, no questions asked. Oh, well, I don't think that's how it worked, Edie. That's what I was taught in school. That's what I choose to believe. Yeah, sure. Now it's time for a word from one of our sponsors. Are you a rich white gay who is, like, so totally over COVID? (laughs) Do you miss dancing the box step in the same damn spot, girl, for four hours in nothing but a speedo and bum bag while your K-hole wears off? Do you think your perceived masculinity and thousands of subscribers on OnlyFans places you above the rules that apply to everyone else? Then, honey, you need to check out our new gay travel agency, Gays Away! Yas the Queen! Hey, have you got any? Give me another salsa bitch! Slay, honey, drop it on the dance floor! Wow! My dad doesn't talk to me anymore. Oh my god, girl! Yes! Oh my god! Honey, I love you, my best friend! 
for only a few thousand dollars, Gaze Away will monitor those boring press conferences about politics and stuff that keep interrupting the Real Housewives reruns and let you know when your city is about to go into lockdown because lockdowns are for normies, hunty. Then we'll choppy you straight to a circuit party at the nearest capital city with no restrictions so you can party it up all weekend, girl. And with our dealers, that'll be the most amazing 37 minutes of memories that you'll ever make. Gay away travel, putting the G into gay. Please note, due to recent events in Porto Vallarta, new safety rules apply to gay away boat cruises. Lifeboats will be given to bottoms and drag queens first. The band will no longer be taking requests to play the Beverly Knight remix of Soul Survivor as the boat sinks. A prep prescription will not be considered a valid life vest. And please stop referring to Gwen the lesbian in the catering department as the unsinkable Molly Brown. Welcome back, lovers. Hope you've had the most magical time and that during our ad breaks, you just take a moment to love yourself. You know... Loving yourself is one of the most important things that a white person can do. And welcome back to Granny Bingo Wireless, the first episode of season four. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's nobody listening. There's nobody listened last season. No one listens now. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm with Edith. Hi, Edith. Yeah, yeah cool. it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Hello, darling. How are you? You all right? Top of the world. I love myself. Now, we have a lot of segments that we do on this podcast that come and go and that sort of thing. And one of the ones that we get the most feedback, one of the ones that people find the most useful is your fortune telling, love. Of course, you mm. lived as a gypsy for many years, didn't you? I did. I was, I was a, uh, a show. I was a carny, so to speak. Mm. And one stormy, dark night... I finished my uh, my uh, shift at the House of Haunted Horrors. I used to uh, jump out and scare people. And I used to finish faster than everyone else because they had to take their costumes off. And mm. I would get out, I'd go and have a little cup of tea, and I stood uh, next to the House of Haunted Horrors, and a prop, prop of a ghost head, fell from the top of the... and hit me on the head. Wow. And I woke up... A lightning strike struck me in. Yes. And I woke up with the ability to speak with the dead. Wow. And to uh, guess the lotto numbers. Wow. And uh, to know which horse will win. Mm. And also to pick a dickhead a mile away. <laughs> oh, there's one. Hi, Caroline. <laughs> Still can't remember which night has been night, though, can you? Uh, oh, sorry, I'm getting messages about the future. Oh. Anyway, so uh, I thought we might, because it's the start of the year, bring back one of your segments, Mystic Maureen, mm-hmm. and you could read everyone's uh, fortunes for 2021. It's a great idea, and I thought I may as well tap into my powers while I still have them, in case mm. I get hit over the head again. <coughs> We're going. I'm going to give you the spiritual forecast for your star sign with Mystic Maureen. Feel the energy. The spirits are with you. Show me your power. There's a ghost standing right behind you. You have terrible spiritual energy. Welcome to Mystic Maureen. 2021 predictions from Mystic Maureen. Virgo, 
You'll spend the first few months of this year writing 2020, when you have to write the date down. And then you'll say, oh my god, I always do that, it's 2021, isn't it? <laughs> no one will laugh. Cancer. Mystic Maureen predicts that very soon there will be a new President of the United States. Aries. That houseplant you got for Christmas, it'll die. Sagittarius. Mystic Maureen predicts that a vaccine for COVID-19 will magically appear in early 2021 here in Australia. Oh, actually, hey Tom, I was thinking we should dress up as Edith Maureen and try to get the vaccine early. Yeah, and, and think about it. We probably would. I don't know. Taurus, a holiday you have planned or are beginning to plan will bring great relief and excitement. If the borders don't shut down again, that is. Get insurance. Libra. Mystic Maureen predicts that there will be 4,000 series of Paul's Drag Race this year. Scorpio. See your family and friends for a lunch and dinner soon. You don't know just how bad this third wave is really going to get. Mystic Maureen sends all of her love to you. Fire the universe. The only breakfast show that starts before 4am. You're listening to Granny Bingo Wireless. We're back on, Maureen. Oh, I'm sorry. I've got scat on my brain. Uh, should we uh, maybe move on to the next segment, which is completely not scat-related? Uh, yes, well, who knows? This segment is uh, one that we call Agony Grands, and uh, this is an opportunity for our listeners to write in and ask mm. for advice about problems that they mm. might be having in their life, their personal life, their professional life, Ooh. their social life, oh. uh, whatever it is. And we'll help out with, with those issues. We'll give advice from our lived experiences that's a new wake word that we have picked up yeah and uh, we have a big pile of letters here and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger do you want to take whatever's on the top there love sure you can read the first letter out oh you want me to read it all right uh, uh, <coughs> uh, hello edith and maureen uh, happy new year I am a busy mum of three and have always been quite motivated. At the beginning of 2020, I made a few New Year's resolutions. Nothing special, just the usual. Lose some weight, drink a little less, read a little more. Uh, unfortunately, the coronavirus lockdown made sure I couldn't accomplish those goals. <clears throat> As mothers, grandmothers and great-grandmothers... I was wondering what kind of resolutions you think I should try and set myself for this year. Can't wait to watch you on Granny Bingo Online this Monday. Thanks, Eliza from Mornington. Thank you, Eliza. What a beautifully written note. Terrific use of grammar. Uh, terrific use of the English language. Unfortunately, mm. you are a dipstick. Because these New Year's resolutions, I can't tell you how many of those I've made. And not stuck to. not They've not come to fruition because the problem is, Eliza, you've got to try. And if you don't try, you can't fail. 
and uh, really doing nothing is best. Sorry if I jumped on your advice there, Edith. I know you'd probably have something similar. No, that's wonderful advice for, for, for pretty much anyone else. I would give that same advice. But I think really, Eliza, looking at your letter, maybe you do want to come up with a few New Year's resolutions, love. You know, I'm a busy mum of three. I've always been quite motivated. First of all, I read that sentence and I think, you know, Lululemon, I think soccer mum, I think she's probably got a nanny, she's probably not the kind of woman that's really invested in her children at all. Uh, And then she goes on to say that she's hoping to lose a little bit of weight, drink a little bit less, read a little bit more. She sounds like a pretty awful mother, really. Mm. She sounds like I'm not here. What I'm saying, Maureen, is that I'm not here on this earth to be giving advice to fat alcos who can't even read a bloody book, Mm. you know. I mean, you can't blame the coronavirus for everything. We were mothers for many years. We lived through a lot as well. And we didn't blame our failings as mothers on external things. Your role as a woman, Elijah, like Maureen's was, like mine was, Mm -hmm. even Caroline fulfilled this role. As a woman on God's earth, your role is to raise children. It's the one thing that you need to do. And to do that, you need to be motivated, you need to be quiet, and you need to accomplish your tasks. You listen to our podcast. That's time you could have been reading books. That's time you could have been going for a jog around the block, you know. I really, looking at this, I'm thinking that you're a negligent mother, you're an unloving mother and an unkind mother, and I see your return address on the back of this envelope, and I think I might have to report you to some sort of government service, because, quite frankly, I don't think you're fit to be a mother. Well, there you have it, Eliza. Happy New Year. And uh, and if you do get, I saw last week at the $2 shop, they had my New Year's resolutions uh, notepads. You can stick them on the fridge with a little magnet. But that would be a terrific place to write down any resolutions you do choose to make. So good luck with that. And and hi, kids. And we'll see you at uh, Granny Bingo on Monday night. Elijah, thank you for buying a ticket. And just a reminder, there's no refunds to that. Um, shall I read the next one? Please do. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> thank you. Uh, Dear Edith and Maureen, again, wonderful penmanship on this one. My eldest son has just turned 13, and I think he has started discovering himself. Oh, dear. Mm. He has started barricading his bedroom door at night. Uh, He is washing his own sheets. And last weekend, I caught him staring at a large-chested woman working at the Woolies Deli. Is there anything to worry about? Should I talk to him about it? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. And that's from Yana in Townsville, up in Queensland. Beautiful spot. Yana, what Mm. a sticky situation you find yourself in. There's no doubt in my mind, Yana, that he is pulling himself off. He's sprogging in your house. Uh, Your son is ejaculating, uh, goes all over his sheets, on his blanket... Even in the carpet. I hope you don't have carpet, Yana. I think that's how you get a shag pile, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Oh, Yana, Yana, Yana. There's one thing, and you know, Yana, you're raising children in a different era than I did. You have to tell him to stop. He might say, but it's a natural urge. It's human nature. It's physiological. 
No, 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 no. God didn't put men on this earth to be running around fiddling with themselves. He put them on this earth to go and kill elk in the wild and feed their families and create fire. When I was young, I used to have to sit by my son's bedroom door and listen for it. I'd have to wait to hear a sound, you know, oh, sound, you know, from, oh, oh, sound from my, from my son's bed. And I'd run in there and say, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. But now, Yana, you're in a generation where you could put a smart camera, a little hidden camera in your son's bedroom and link that up to the internet and get alerts when he's doing it. You can watch him from the comfort of your own, Mm. having a wine on the couch, watching Eddie Maguire. You'll know when he's doing it and you run Mm. in there and say, this is not in God's image. You're a sinner. They said it would fall off if you played with it. That's what the nuns taught us, wasn't it, back at school. Maureen and I went to an agricultural boarding school for young Christian ladies, and it was called the uh, the Lord of mm. Our Souls. And we had a sister there, Sister Pat. That's right, yes, Sister Pat Mafanny. Yes, I Sister Pat Mafanny. Stern she, woman. But... She was a stern woman, and she said to us, if girls play with themselves, they'll be dead, and if boys play with themselves, it'll fall off. That's what she used to mm. say to us, and uh, and that was advice I did. As a young girl, believe. But, you know, this might surprise some of our listeners. I I have different advice to Maureen. In fact, I'm quite a a forward thinker in this realm. I would say my advice to you, Yana, is give your son AIDS. Toys, you know, sexual masturbation AIDS, uh, things that he can he can right. relieve himself with. Encourage it. You don't want to be too involved, but you can still encourage him to explore his body. It is a natural thing, Maureen. The world has changed, and we need to accept it. If you're noticing, perhaps, that he's interested in... in you've mentioned here a large-chested woman... Uh, working in the deli at Woolies. Mm. Yeah, I know you live in Townsville. I'm going to assume the women that work in the deli in Woolies in Townsville are older, larger women. Yes. And that's fine. That's fine. If that's your son's taste, maybe you could find him a, a, a catalogue that he might like, a big city chick. I don't know if you've got a big city chick in Townsville, maybe Miller's or something like that. You could find mm. a fashion magazine like that for larger ladies and leave that mm. under his pillow for him to to have a little look at when he's feeling a bit horny. Um, Maybe it's not the women in the deli that he's looking at. Maybe he's looking at some of the items in the deli and thinking, gee, that looks good. You could get him one of those smiley face clown, Strad's hand. Smiley loaf. The smiley loaf. You know, anyone that doesn't know what this is, it's a a meatloaf and it's got a clown's Mm. face in it. You could cut a little hole in the middle of that clown's mouth, I guess, and and Mm. give that to him. I'm not sure, Yana, um, but I think you want to encourage him. Maybe you've got a a large-chested neighbour that you can see into the window of. Maybe Uh, leave his curtains open at night time so he can have a look at your neighbour. And, uh, yeah, so he can, he can be jerking the gherkin over someone you already know. That's right, yes, yeah. I think try and get involved in your son discovering himself. I think that will help him develop. So you, you say embrace it. I say embrace, embrace it. Embrace I say embrace oh. him, embracing himself. How the world has changed. I've got two last pieces of advice for this one. One of them is a don't get a breast enlargement. Yeah, I know. 
because you'll have a bit of an Oedipus sort of situation happening. Oedipusy complex, yeah. Yeah, and the second, it's not so much advice, but it's more a a pat on the back for you and a bit of a, a comforting hug from a friend. At least, whilst it might be older, larger chested women, uh, or even if it is smiley loaf or pitted stuffed olives or something from the deli that he said, at least it's not a man. Because that is still bloody awful. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would prefer my, my son to masturbate at the dinner table than I would for him to even think sideways about a man. Mm, so that's a good, that's a blessing in disguise there. Mm, uh, mm. And and let's hope that if, if it does end up being a food fetish that he's got, he's a, a foodophile, I'm not sure what the what the right word is for that one, but if he's sexually attracted to inanimate meats, cured meats from behind the deli, get him a job because you get a 5% discount at the supermarket. That comes in handy for everybody. And if he is particularly attracted to old shaved ham, perhaps, or, you know, chicken loaf that's been cut into thin slices, we can send you a few pictures of Caroline Springs in the nude, because what she's got down there looks exactly like a bouquet of old luncheon meats. Um, all right. Anything else for that one, though? Uh, no more advice from me, but I, I suppose if you do want to really distract him and stop him from doing this masturbation that he's doing, get him involved in scat. It worked for me. Mm, mm. Do you want to read the next one, love? I would love to. <clears throat> Dear Edith, Maureen and Caroline, Well, Christmas was a bloody write-off for me. Oh, dear. Uh, I mm. thought that after a year without seeing the family, we might be able to get along for one day, but clearly that is just too bloody hard for some people. Uh, My sister arrived with her latest fling an hour and a half later. Oh, that's rude, isn't it? Um, Very rude. uh, My brother and his wife came empty-handed. Apparently they burned the ham, but were unable to provide any proof there was ever a ham to begin with. And my useless, dull-bludging sons were pissed before lunch. And they sound like Mm. fun. (laughs) I'd go for it with them. Um, I've told them I'm not doing Christmas this year. Is that too harsh? Maybe I could spend it with you, lovely ladies. Hope the new year is treating you well so far. That's from Linda in Terelgan. That is a beautiful part of the world, Linda. I love Terelgan. Linda, I've spent most of this year praying that COVID-19 will go away, that we'll open up our borders, that we'll be able to travel freely across the country, that there'll be immunisations for everyone, that will allow for people uh, to to, to go about their business and see whoever they want, whenever they want. Mm. Having read your letter, Linda, I no longer feel that way. I hate to be rude and I hate to turn down an invitation to spend Christmas with you, but quite frankly, the idea of spending Christmas with a woman uh, who has a tart for her sister, dull, bludging, piss-head sons, and that writes letters the way that you... I mean, bloody. You've you've used the word bloody several times in there. Quite frankly, I'd rather catch COVID than spend Christmas with you. But that's just me. What about you, Maureen? Oh, yeah, well... uh... I understand your point of view, Edith. But your family has always included you. You don't go, but you, they invite you, Edith. That's My true. family is a lot like uh, Linda's family in the sense that uh, I don't know who raised my children, but they didn't do a very good job. 
They, they are rude, selfish, and uh, they can't help themselves. You'd say to them, why don't you go fill up the car with petrol? Oh, how do I do that, Mum? You know, I, I, I gave up on them. I gave up on them at a very, very young age. I remember my daughter, Cheryl would have been, I don't know how old, she couldn't speak. She just wouldn't speak to people. She, right. You'd say, you'd say, Rude. Cheryl, say hello, and you'd sort of give her a tap on the bum or something. Say hello to people, and she just would sit there like a bloody idiot. My son was no better; he couldn't ride a bike. He, mm. I don't know if he refused to learn or he might be a bit dumb. But mm. I don't know. I guess they were both about they're twins. They're about six months old. They right, are yeah. dumb, rude, 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 yeah. rude little people. And you do get sick of it, Linda, so I sympathise with you. Look, uh, mm. Edith won't have Christmas with you. She doesn't eat with fans. She eats no. a lot, but she will not eat in front of fans. No, I learnt my lesson on that one, Linda, from Terrellgan. I once had lunch with a, oh, you've probably heard, a celebrity chef named Huey. And uh, Ian Hewitson. Ian Hewitson. And, uh, you know, I got about two mouthfuls in and he finished the rest off. And since then I will not eat yeah. with another fan. No, no, it's not, not worth it. But, Linda, I would think about it. I'm, I'm, I will eat with a fan. However, I will not take photographs mm. and I will not sign anything. Mm. And you are not to tell your friends or tip off the paparazzi mm. that I'd be going to Trelgan, Linda. Um I do, however, want your sons to be there, the ones that were pissed before lunch. Because I'll be honest with you, Linda, if I turn up sober to your house, it's going to be a blue day in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be wrecked. I'm wrecked. Christmas morning by about 8am, I've had a bottle of Baileys and I'm on digging into the pantry to find a bottle of whatever. Red wine vinegar is the closest I can get to red wine. I'll drink it. <laughs> I love her getting pissed at Christmas, Linda. <laughs> Linda, if she brings a trifle, do not eat it. Whatever you do, do not eat it. Drop it on the floor. Just do not eat it. Oh, yeah, love, yeah. Anyway, Linda, I'm just trying to comfort you. I'm not coming to your house for Christmas. Trelgan's a bit of a shit isn't it? <laughs> I'm such a bitch. They should put me on the library on Paul's Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have another word from one of our sponsors. Bye, Linda. Victoria, together we are beating the coronavirus. Just continue following the rules, keep each other safe, and together we'll make it through to a brighter future. With this in mind, the Victorian Government would like to issue the following statement in regard to the COVID outbreaks in Sydney and Brisbane. <laughs> In your jocks. <laughs> oh, oh no, we're in lockdown. <laughs> Authorized by the <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> Authorised by the Victorian Government. Well, there we have it. Amazingly, we have planning meetings for this podcast. Mm. 
And uh, one of the things we said uh, for this uh, season is that we won't have a go at Daniel Andrews. And we've gone through a whole episode without talking about Daniel Andrews. So there you go. Hey, what new year, new us. <laughs> yeah, we haven't mentioned that bastard once. That money-grabbing, Chinese-sucking-up to, level-crossing-removing, COVID-spreading, gay-loving, lesbian-poetry-funding bastard once. You know, it's funny. I think maybe the reason we haven't talked about him, Edith, is because, oh, he's managed to fit in a holiday. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they don't talk about this on the news, but him and Gladys Binchicken from mm-hmm. Sydney, did you notice mm-hmm. they're both on holiday at the at same time? At the same time. time. Isn't it interesting? Where do you think they were? I'd say probably Aubrey Wodonga because it's in the middle. Yes, they met, they made love on the Murray River. Yep, on a houseboat. On, you know, a chuka, yes, on a houseboat mm-hmm. in the Murray River. He stayed on his side of the river, she was on her side of the river. I read this in a blog by Miranda Devine, yep. it's real. Yep. Fact check it, I've done my research. Yep. Daniel Andrews and Gladys Budajiklin. They made love on the Murray River. <laughs> and you know Gladys Berejiklian, she's into scat. Really? Yeah, well, there's always shit coming out of her mouth, so she must be. Mm. Oh, kiddies, we are at the end of another episode of the Granny Bingo Wireless podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And a very important little reminder here, kids, uh, that, of course, tomorrow, uh, that is Monday the 11th of January, we are doing Granny Bingo. And that's our live performance that we do. Uh, you can come, if you're in Melbourne, you can come to see it at the Comedy Republic on Burke Street at 7.30pm. You do need to pre-book tickets. It could already be sold out. I don't know. Um, Of course, you can, if you'd rather watch it from home, you can do that as well, and you can do that from anywhere in the world. You can log on to comedyrepublic.com.au to buy your tickets, and if you're getting the at-home tickets, we'll send you a little Zoom link so that we can see you, and you can see us, and we can chat and play, and all that sort of thing. And, uh, And for those of you that will be there in real life, just like I would say to Yana's son, thanks for coming. And uh, don't forget, of course, our Patreon is still there. And thank you to everyone who supports us via that. We do really very much appreciate it. Uh, uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Glanny Bingo. And uh, on there, of course, it supports all the work that we do. And God, we uh, short of getting knighted. Uh, Patreon support is the best thing that we deserve, is the closest thing we deserve. Uh, Of course, we've been doing giveaways recently because we're doing less episodes of this podcast, so we thought we'd start doing some giveaways. We're going to have another one next week. So the week starting the 11th, we'll give away a little little gifty to our Patreons. And, of course, you get discounts for uh, coming along to Granny Bingo as well. You get a discount off the ticket price. So there is benefits galore. It is like being in the New South Wales Public Service. You know, it is benefits and discounts and uh, looking the other way galore. Make sure you tune in to our next episode of the Granny Bingo Wireless Podcast. It's going to be a jam-packed episode. I'll be showing you pictures of myself in Nancy Pelosi's office. And I'll be packing jam. And I'll be answering that age-old question. Who let the dogs out? But until then, kiddies, don't forget. Turn off the telly every now and then. It'll be good for you. Hooroo. See ya. This year's probably not going to be any better than last year. Bye. See you in a month.
I was younger. I'm not as fit as I... I used to be able to scat on my head. Really? I would be... I'd, I could turn myself <laughs> up. I don't know how I'm going to get through this segment. Okay. <clears throat> right, yes. 